Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos comic book club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I answer the question, what am I reading this week? This week I've got Crypt of Shadows, number one, from Marvel Comics. This is an interesting one because uh, Marvel Comics is celebrating their 80th anniversary. They're doing a bunch of throwback issues. So this would actually be Crypt of Shadows number 22 if they were following their legacy numbering, which I don't know why they're not. Oh, I know why, because they love to do issue number one every once in a while to throw you off. Crypt of Shadows was originally published by Marvel in 1973 and went on for 21 issues. And it was uh, Marvel resurrecting, haha, pun intended, horror comics that had been so prevalent in the 1950s. In the 1950s and before, there'd been horror comics that were pretty violent. Think Tales from the Crypt and such. Well, in 1955, after Senate investigations, the Comics Code Authority was enacted, which basically censored and scrubbed all mention of horror and vampires and violence and all of that in comics. It kind of loosened up in 1971, and Marvel jumped on board and DC by publishing a variety of neo-horror comics. Crypt of Shadows was one of them. Forty years later, Marvel is publishing issue number one of this again. I think it's a one-shot. I didn't double-check if this is an ongoing series, but spoiler alert, I'm not excited if it is. Uh, In short, I did not like the book. We'll get into the details of why. But first, I like the cover. I got the variant cover by John Tyler Christopher. It's a classic throwback, cheesy 70s cover. There's a guy that's being pulled into a grave by some vicious wolves. The silhouette of a ghoulish woman beckons him into the mausoleum. And the comic is fully titled as What Nameless Evil Lurks in the Crypt of Shadows. The guy getting dragged to heck is screaming out, Oh no, no, let go of me. So cheesy, it's great, I love that part. I also like that it's got the sort of style of Marvel Comics in the 70s with the top uh, banner Marvel Comics Group. They haven't used that title in years, decades. This is the alternate cover. There's a fun little intro about You shouldn't be here. This place is for the dead, for the damned, for the unholy, etc, etc. And, um... At the end of the path stands a building, its stone facade cracked and broken by time. What is the name carved above this haunting mausoleum's heavy metal door? Why, it's yours, dear reader, etc. So classic cheesy horror uh, comics verbiage. Speaking of which, the creative team is Al Ewing, writer. Chinophobia, Gary Brown, artist. Grave Errors, Stephen Green, artist. And A Moment of Madness. Ebril Morissette fan artist. Chris O'Halloran, color artist, and VC's Travis Lanham, letterer. So it's one big overarching uh, framing story, Chinophobia, and Ewing writes all of the sub-stories, Grave Errors and Emoto Madness, and then there's three different artists. So it's a pseudo-anthology and uh, again, there's like a main storyline happening that wraps all of the other sub-stories together. Chinophobia basically is fear of dogs. The first panel is pretty enjoyable in terms of there's a shot of nine small panels in eight of them. Or eight 
completely vicious dogs drawn very well, very disturbingly by the artist Brown. The style of this first of the wraparound story by Brown is interesting. It's kind of grimy, caricatured, it's moody. There's a character in a psychiatrist's office uh, talking about his fear of dogs. The other stories by different artists, I didn't really notice that it was different artists because although the art is very similar, it's well drawn and moody and dark. My problem with the book is not the art. The art is great. It does feel of the time, of the genre. A Moment of Madness is a little bit more polished, realistic, but the art in the other stories is a little more cartoony and horrific style. So my problem is is the plot, the stories. I'm not in I didn't enjoy them. I didn't enjoy the sub stories. It was clever that they all tied together with the main framing story. But I just didn't think it was that great. It was like too obvious what's going to happen. Uh, there's always a twist to these. And if you look at the variant cover, the one that I have, it's like then completely obvious what's going on in the book. And in a sense, it's a little confusing. It's trying to reach a little too hard to tie all the stories together. So I don't... I'm usually pretty positive in all my uh, podcasts because, of course, I love comics. I'm talking about comics, and I get comics that interest me. I thought this would interest me, and um, I didn't like it. I don't rate the comics that I read or anything like that, but I just uh, i am not loving it. There's an interesting history of Marvel horror comics by James Beard at the end, where he talks about uh, a little bit of the backstory, like I said, about horror comics, the comics code, how uh, Marvel Comics got back into horror comics and so forth, and then some classic covers, like Amazing Mysteries number 32 from 1949, Menace number 2, 1953, Marvel Spotlight in the 1972, first appearance of Ghost Rider, Tales of the Zombie, Marvel Publishing Magazine so they can get away from the censorship, and then the seminal Marvel Zombies by Robert Kirkman. So again, I didn't love the book. That's just all I have to say about that, and sometimes you swing and you miss. For me, at least. If you're a horror fan, check it out at least. See if you enjoy it. At least the art is great. So this week I read Crypt of Shadows number 1, aka number 22, from Marvel Comics. This has been the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club, and I'll see you next week.